Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. This podcast is for anyone who desires to have a fresh and deeper relationship with Jesus. I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately, while also featuring guests on the show and then sharing fun stories at the end of each episode. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and just talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with God. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone. I'm so excited today because one, today is another day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. But also, two, I have someone who I just found out on Instagram. I feel like a stalker, but I did kind of stalk her, found out um, about her on Instagram and then just saw we had some common friends. And I was like, you know, this would be super cool to ask her to be on my podcast. So... Today, I have my new friend, Gabrielle, and I'm going to have her introduce herself and just tell, you know, what you've done or what you're about and just like introduce yourself. (laughs) Okay, well, hi, everyone. My name is Gabrielle, as you just heard. Um, I just graduated with my associate's degree in communication, and I am the current Miss Colorado teen for the International United Miss Pageant System. Yeah. Yeah, that's what caught my attention originally. I was like, wow, I've never interviewed someone who's done pageants and all of that. So I just, I love it. And guys, I will say that um, because of my stalking on Instagram, (laughs) I saw that she just had such encouraging posts. And um, I watched one of your videos. I think you were maybe at an event or something. But yeah, um, mm -hmm. yeah, you were giving a message on just like your worth in God and just that you are seen and loved and Um, that's why I was like, yes, I need to ask you to be on the podcast. So yeah, it's actually been a really, a really big blessing to be a part of, uh, just pageantry because it's opened up a lot of doors for me to be able to minister to Mm -hmm. people that I wouldn't like having that title is like having a stage, you know, to be able to reach out to more people that I wouldn't have been able to otherwise, unless I had, you know, the crown and the title. So it's actually been a really, um, awesome thing that the Lord Mm -hmm. has used. And at that at that message, I was your, her cat showed up. <laughs> at that message, um, I was um, actually at a church and I was preaching on mental health. Hmm. So it was a really big blessing. Wow. And that's actually what we're going to be talking about today is mental health and how to deal with that, um, as well as kind of being that influencer and how to juggle that type calling as well. So, um, Yeah, I would just like suggest for you guys to take a few minutes, about 30 minutes, and just sit down and listen to this conversation. I think it's going to be good. So um, usually I ask my guests what God has been teaching them lately. So we'll start off with that. Okay. um, I think there's been so many things, especially with this just crazy COVID time. There's, in a sense, I feel like for some people, it's been a time of slowing down and reflecting. But for me, it's been a time of just speeding things up and being really busy. And I think one of the things that the Lord has been teaching me and that I need to keep working on is that it's okay to say no Mm -hmm. sometimes to some things. I think, you know, and especially if you're listening and you're one of those people out there like me that doesn't like to let people down or disappoint people or can't stand to not say yes, because 
you know, you just don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. But in the end, it just ended up um, making me neglect things and relationships that were a lot more important than the uh, appointments and the tasks and the just different things I was given Mm -hmm. and that I couldn't say no to. And so I think that's one of the things to just, it's okay to say no Mm -hmm. sometimes. Um, That's probably been the biggest lesson right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is so natural for us um, to be people pleasers. And I don't know how it is like for you and the circles that you've been, but like being people pleasers and just trying to do everything you can to please people. Like it's a hard battle to go through. And I think it's one of the ways the enemy tries to get our attention on ourselves, but also think like, Oh, you failed in this area or whatever. So um, yeah, yeah. it's so true. And I think also just with the whole, like, well, I'm a Christian, I'm supposed to help everyone I can. Mm -hmm. And if I take time for myself, like that's so selfish of me, you know, thinking those kinds of thoughts, um, is and it's and it, you know it's not true like the bible says that you have to love your neighbor but love as yourself and you right. have to be able to love yourself too and take time for yourself that is mo- so important for so. sure yeah i think that's key it's loving yourself but you know loving your neighbor and most importantly loving god like <laughs> that's the thing um but yeah i would be super interested we kind of talked about it beforehand but um just for who's ever listening uh just kind of how like you got involved with pageants as well as um becoming you know united miss colorado teen and that journey yeah so um i do want to like put a disclaimer out there that i feel and we were talking about this that i feel that a lot of people when they think of pageants they think like toddlers and trs and that's only natural and and for sure there are pageant systems out there that are like that but I have been so blessed to be a part of systems that focus a lot more on character rather than physical appearance um, and focus on finding that role model for a generation and finding someone who's confident and can speak well and can handle an interview and um, can just inspire some, you know, a group of girls that are the same age. Um, And so I got started because the first pageant system that I ever got involved in sent out recruitment letters. And I ended up, you know, like it was just such a door that got open for me because neither one in my family, I never thought I was going to be a pageant girl like at all. Um, But it's just something that the Lord started piecing together. And the pageant systems I've competed in have never had swimsuit because I, I don't really feel comfortable in that. So I really actually would encourage anyone who's who's listening if they've never considered it's actually a great not only a great confidence booster but it's also you know if you don't feel like you're beautiful enough or you're good enough to compete in a pageant like that's so not true i most of these systems just want to find a genuine girl who can be a leader and mm-hmm. who can relate to other girls the same age. Um, so I would definitely encourage anyone who's listening if they want to be a part of it, that it's so worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen like, you know, with being a light, um, a Christ follower and someone who is being confident in who God has made you, have you seen that kind of like hard in that world of beauty pageants, you know, cause like I get this impression that beauty pageants are like people so focused on like themselves and, 
um, looking this way and all of that. So like, have you seen it hard? Like, hey, I'm creating God's image. I have this confidence, but I'm not approaching it in a prideful way like the rest of people. Yeah, no. Um, So it's so funny because uh, a lot of there's this huge saying in pageantry that says, you know, when you go up to the judges, just be you be yourself. Like that's what the judges are looking for. And you hear that over and over and over, but it's actually, it's so difficult because you hear that, but then you see all of these girls that are like, yeah, but I have to wear this kind of dress or I have Mm -hmm. to have this kind of hairstyle or my eyebrows have to be just right, you know? Um, And so I think that it was sometimes a little tough because you hear, you know, the be yourself and be unique and you know, um, but then you see that, oh, I have to fit this certain mold and Mm -hmm. to be the queen. And um, so it was sometimes difficult to, to just have that comparison and feel like I wasn't pretty enough or good enough or because I didn't look like everyone else or I wasn't like everyone else or Um, I always in my uh, introductions, you do introductions to the judges at pageants, and I always wanted to include God in mine. Mm -hmm. And I realized that a lot of girls who won didn't do that. And so that was also sometimes um, challenging because I wanted to include God in everything. But, you know, in the end, I think that the Lord just kept showing me, like, if you're doing, you know, to do this and just the whole pageantry for him and to let him use it. And in the end, it doesn't matter if I'm not like everyone else. And it doesn't matter if um, if I don't get the results like everyone else, because if I truly genuinely was putting this in the Lord's hands and letting him use it for his purposes, then I was just going to enjoy the journey and let him take care of the rest. Mm. Wow. And that was a lesson that did take me a while to learn. But yeah. Eventually I learned it. Yeah. Wow. I love that. That was a beautiful answer. Super cool. And you kind of talked about um, comparison and having those thoughts, uh, you know, in pageants and comparing yourself to other girls, which I'm sure is very common, especially in that circle. I mean, it is for all of us girls. Like we're constantly comparing ourselves, especially with social media. You know, like you see someone, you're like, oh, I wish my body was as small as that person or, you know, my nose different size or whatever. Um, so have you struggled with negative thoughts about yourself and comparison, especially in that beauty circle? Yeah, no, you know, and like we, we talked about before this, just, I don't think I've ever met a single female who hasn't had those comparison thoughts because it's true. And we always compare ourselves and like the most probably insignificant of things. Like I remember comparing my eyebrows to other girls (laughs) And it's just so funny, like talking to, to my guy friends, they're like, I've never even noticed a girl's eyebrows. Like, why is that so important to you? (laughs) Um, Or just stuff like that, you know? And I think, yeah, you're right. Also in the pageantry world, like every queen has their own social media page Mm. and seeing like, oh my gosh, they're accomplishing all these things. And they have all of these great photo shoots and great outfits and great all this. And, and, you know, comparison is a real real like dangerous road to go down because it makes you lose sight of who God made you to be and start wishing to be like someone else and something you weren't made to be and someone you weren't made to be. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was tough sometimes in the pageantry circle, but I think because I have been raised in a Christian home, um, it was such a blessing to just have that faith firmly rooted in my mind that always reminded me, okay, yes, but 
Hmm. You know, you're doing this for the Lord and this is the Lord's and stop comparing yourself because they're on a different race, run your own race, run your own journey. Yeah. Um, and that's always what I had to just go back to. Hmm. That's good. Yeah. And you know, the thing I think about is like, we're all temples of the Lord. And so like, why should we be comparing or trying to fix this or that when we're all like created in his image in different ways? Um, And so I I think it's a beautiful thing seeing people who are like, yeah, I'm created the way that I am and it's beautiful. And I see myself the way that God sees me and then walking in that place. And I see that in you Mm -hmm. and I love it. And you're being a light, especially in that world of beauty pageants and all that. So, and I think, you know, also too, it's not sometimes, um, and I've had these conversations with friends where sometimes as girls, we don't always compare like our physical appearance, which is definitely, you know, like I know friends who can eat all day and they don't get a single pound and I look at food and gain weight, you know, <laughs> right. Um, but I think also to just relationship wise, like, um, for example, I've, I've always been an introvert at heart. Mm-hmm. And I remember something that I used to struggle with and sometimes still do is just seeing girls who were so, good at being in ginormous situations and making friends with everybody. And I think sometimes as girls, we can compare ourselves in that way too. Like, you know, um, how many friends she has over how many friends I have or, you know, um, and I think it's also important to remember in that sense that you were made with the personality that you have and it's beautiful. Mm. Um, and it's, And it's, you know, it was made by God just for you. And I think it's important to remember that. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. And to kind of like take that and the whole comparison deal and lead into this next question is, um, I mean, obviously you said, you know, you've struggled with those thoughts before of comparing. We all have. But have you also struggled with like depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, self-harm, you know, like any of those. Mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So one of the things I'm really passionate about mental health, that's actually my platform. So a platform is just another way of saying my cause. Like in pageantry, you always have a cause that you root for. And mental Mm -hmm. health was the one I chose. And I actually um, called it hidden abilities. Mm -hmm. So another word for uh, a mental health, issue disability is called um hidden disabilities Hmm. so just something that an individual struggles with but the outside world can't see and i decided to turn it around and call it a hidden ability Hmm. because um you know mental health can be hard but god can use it for good and i did that because yeah i have struggled with mental health in the past um and it's something that I never shared to the world. Actually, no one really except um, people really super duper like family who was close to me knew um, for a while. Um, I was, when I was 16 years old, I was diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder, Mm -hmm. otherwise known as OCD. And I never wanted anyone to know that because I didn't want people to think that there was something wrong with me or that I was broken, you know, because I think... Um, the moment you tell someone that you have a quote unquote disorder, they look at you differently. Yeah. And, um, so I never really told anyone, 
but I really felt it this year that the Lord was calling me to share my story to show that not only does your mental health not define you, but, or have to control you, um, but it's also not who you are and you can overcome it. I am living, breathing, walking proof that God can give you victory over it. And yeah, sometimes I still struggle, but God has taught me how to look past it. And um, I think, you know, OCD is such a funny, funny disorder because I feel that in our current world, people use the term OCD a lot light, more lightly than it is. You know, yeah. they, they use it for to refer to someone who's a perfectionist or a neat freak or as a joke, like, oh, you're so OCD. And I've per that's personally never bothered me when I hear other people um, refer to it as that. But I feel that in that people don't really understand what it is. Mm -hmm. um, so OCD is actually um, a disorder that's focused on, and I hate using the word disorder, <laughs> yeah. you know, for anything, but right. it's basically just something that um, the individual who has it is obsessed. The obsessive part is um, certain like things. So they have these continuously negative thoughts running through their mind of mm -hmm. something bad will happen or to them or to a family member or to someone close to them or to someone else or something bad will happen in general. And the only way that they can get rid of those thoughts or combat them is by performing an action or a compulsion. Mm -hmm. And normally um, the two have nothing to do with each other, but the individual feels better by performing the action. Um, so like, you know, an individual may be terrified that their house will light on fire at any moment. So they have to go around the house several times to make sure all the light switches are off mm -hmm. or the oven is off or whatever. And that's more of an extreme case, but, um, and so, yeah, um, I, I did struggle with that for a while and sometimes I still do, but I've, I, my mission in life is to show girls that they can overcome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what are some ways that like helped you overcome this? The 100 and billion, 10 billion percent way <laughs> was the Lord, like God. I mean, of course, it was so great to have, um, you know, my mom, she and my dad, they were both huge help um, um, and, and just a great support system. And of course, a lot of the time, and this is also something that is important when we consider mental health, is that I think it's really great that there has been such awareness and um, acceptance of it here in this country. But I think also with that, sometimes um, it's been normalized and mm -hmm. it's the definitions have been brought in. So people sometimes when like they are a perfectionist, they qualify themselves as, as OCD and, right. you know, neither they, they don't relate one to the other. So sometimes there are individuals that genuinely have a mental health problem and they need some sort of um, medical assistance and that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, but for me, it was definitely um, my parents and the Lord, mm -hmm. the Lord um, helped me a lot. And just going back to the Bible and his truths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's key right there. Just going back to the word seeing what he says. 
Yeah. So um, you kind of already talked about how our world has normalized uh, mental health, but how do you feel like you personally can bring awareness to the mental health that is going on, especially in our country and um, how to slow it down as it has been growing? You know, it it really has been growing. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, and it has and it's really so, um, so tragic to see. But um, I think it is, I mean, it is important to bring awareness. And I think my my goal just in life is not so much to bring awareness that there's an issue, but more bring awareness that there's a solution. Mm-hmm. And that solution is Jesus, because I feel that sometimes people, once they um, label themselves as having a mental health problem, um, you know, that label changes you sometimes more than the problem does. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's important to also realize that there is a solution and you can get out of it. And if you really genuinely want to be better, you can, because Mm -hmm. he'll help you. Um, and I think that's just the biggest awareness that you can bring, because sometimes I think, especially nowadays, because we're doing so much to normalize the fact that there's mental health people focus on it's okay to have mental health and it's okay Mm -hmm. to be depressed and it's okay to be anxious. And, but it's not like we as humans, you know, it's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible to be depressed and it's terrible to be anxious. It's not okay. I mean, it's okay in the sense of there's nothing wrong with you and that doesn't um, devalue you or make you any less, you know, have worth in your life, but Mm -hmm. it's, it shouldn't be considered normal yeah to walk around um depressed or anxious or with ocd like that's and i think that's something that um as a culture we've maybe gotten a little mixed up that in our um urge to want to accept everything we've made it normal to be depressed all the time and the right answer i think should be to to not like to be able to show people that they can overcome and get better mm-hmm. yeah for sure And I think that is the thing is like our culture, (laughs) I see it on Instagram all the time is we really have one normalized it, but two created such a label of kind of excuse actually to be like, oh, I'm just depressed. And it's like, no, like God doesn't want us living in that place. Like Mm -hmm. I get that you're feeling this way, but I don't believe God wants us living in that place. Like obviously your feelings are valid. But once you have worked through it and once some time has passed by, it's time to move on. It's time to, you know, grow in the Lord in different ways. So, um, yeah, really, really good points there. And, you know, just to add to that, I think I think this um, whole idea of normalizing it, like coming from personal experience, just knowing that sometimes it's hard to move on in the sense of, um People who genuinely have like a problem can't really move on. Like, so when I was diagnosed, I actually, there were certain um, chemicals in my brain that Mm -hmm. I was lacking. Um, And that's contributed a lot to uh, the, why I was so like anxious to do certain things Mm -hmm. all the time. Um, and so it was like, I wanted to get better. I wanted all my heart to get better because I, I despised being so tied up to 
the thoughts in my head. Sure. Um, and so it was really difficult to move on. And there are some people that you'll find that are, are genuinely anxious and depressed and with all of their hearts, they want to move on, but they yeah. just can't. Um, but again, with that, there is another side of people that, that can and choose not to. That's a good point. Um, you know, there's, uh, just with this whole normalizing thing, I think it's important to realize that just because you're anxious sometimes doesn't mean you have anxiety or just mm. because you're sad sometimes doesn't mean you're depressed. depressed. And I think um, just this normalization of mental health has kind of taken away the severity of people who actually genuinely struggle with it, like like I did, and people mm. normalizing OCD when some people would say, like, oh, I have OCD, and I would look at them like, you have no idea what OCD is, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but I think it's it's important to, to just consider that sometimes when someone is struggling – um, with mental health, sometimes they genuinely are and they can't get out of it. And, you know, from looking outside in, sometimes it's hard to understand because you see them and think like, why can't you just move on? Like, mm. you know, why can't you just look past it? And, and sometimes they genuinely, genuinely want to, but they can't. Yeah. And I think it's point. important to remember that. Yeah. It's a really good point. I really like that view. Um, yeah, that opinion that you have, that's really good. Um, so since we are getting close to the episode, the end of the episode, what are some final thoughts, words of encouragement, Bible verses, anything you want to give, especially to those who are struggling with mental health? Yeah. Okay. So to those who are struggling, I just want to say, first of all, that um, your mental health does not define you and it does not have to limit you unless you let it. I think you know, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, you may be struggling with something right now, but that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. Who you are is who God says you are and what's found in the Bible. And you can, even if you do have a mental health disorder, you can go on to do great things because the Lord has made you with a purpose. And if you let him he will fulfill that purpose. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am living, breathing proof of someone who struggled and still sometimes does with, you know, obsessive compulsive disorder, who in most cases is an extremely debilitating disorder, but the Lord still uses me and has used me, um, has used that challenge and that test as my testimony. Mm -hmm. And so I would just encourage everyone out there who's listening, who's struggling right now, that first of all, as cliche as this may sound, there is light <laughs> at the end of the tunnel and there is a rainbow after the rain and there is always spring after winter and however dark the season you may be in right now. And I know it's tough and I know that it seems like there is no end in sight and you just want to scream at the world um, that he sees you and he knows and he wants to use you. So um the biggest thing also too is remember that your thoughts are just thoughts and your feelings are just feelings. And I've heard it said that feelings are great companions, but horrible leaders. Mm -hmm. um, so as you know, your feelings and your thoughts are real, but don't listen to them. Listen and read and saturate your mind with God's truth. That is really what's going to get you moving forward. Um, and just for people who 
know someone who has mental health and wants to help them, I think it's important to validate their feelings. I think sometimes we say, oh, I know what you're going through because I've been through the same thing. And that kind of makes the person feel like they're, you know, like they're belittling their situation. So just, you know, to validate their situation, but also just listen and encourage and all the things. Um, Yeah. 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 You know, there's so many people struggling with mental health out there. Um, And so specifically, like for those who haven't struggled with it, I think it can be not necessarily dangerous, but more so on the annoying side. If we do say like, hey, I understand why you're going Mm -hmm. through it. You know, it's like, do you though? Like, (laughs) I don't think you do. And sometimes, you know, you may like maybe you have gone through the same thing. But to the person who's struggling you know, it feels like the world is crashing down on them. And the last thing they want to hear is that their problem isn't as big as their mind tells them it is because it it makes the individual feel like, you know, like there, maybe it's not such a big deal when in their mind it is. And I think it's important to that if they open up to you and they're willing to share that, to validate that and not Mm. be little like, Oh, it's fine. You'll get over it. Like Mm. cheer up or, you know, whatever it may be. Um, I think that's, and that's something also too, that with this whole normalization of mental health, that it's important to just value, validate each individual. Yeah. Just let them know, like you're seen. I see you. I love you. And I may, and it's okay sometimes to say like, I don't understand what you're going through, but yeah. I'm here and I'll be praying for you. And, and not sometimes I think the best thing sometimes you could do is not give advice. Yeah, that's true. Um, And just say that you're there for them. I think that's something that's really needed. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are here at the end, but I do want to say, like, I know we could talk about more things regarding mental health. Yes, (laughs) it really was. But um, thank you so much for being on the show. And I just pray that you all took encouragement from this, like, especially if you are struggling with mental health, like you will push through and you will get through this. So um, where are platforms that people can find you, follow you? Oh, Instagram at Gabriella Hercha um, and Facebook also too, that cool. I'm on there in, in on Facebook. Great. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. <laughs> this was so much fun and I loved it. And it actually went by really super duper. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. A little too fast. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you guys have a great day and know that we are always here if you ever need anything.